and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man doing real good and joined by brandon who has finally passed the three episode mark which means he gets a scary nickname next time he appears so this is the last episode of just brandon oh yeah that was very billy I'm have sorry. you put thought into this yet no uh i just found out about this today so i, I gotta think this is a this is a big uh undertaking i gotta you have, like, a while till. Just yeah. next time you're on, you get your name. Okay, okay. I actually don't know. Do we pick? No, you guys can pick your own name. Okay. Yeah, because you picked your own name. <laughs> we're doing Saw today. It's about time. Man, we're <laughs> almost <laughs> at episode 100, Brett. And I was looking down the list. I'm like, well, what big franchises that we should have hit by now haven't we hit? And I'm like, oh, shit. There's, like, nine Saw movies now. We haven't done any. We better get one of those under. <laughs> I remember you, like, said about doing Saw, and I was like, oh, god damn it. But I was like, at least we'll start with the first one, because honestly, I do like the first one. The first one is kind of a artsy horror movie compared to the other seven or eight or whatever they're up to now. Probably, and James Wan, is. this is the only one he directed, so that also might be a reason I like it so much. I yeah. might be all turned around on this James Wan guy. It might not be just malignant. <laughs> Well, I mean, I was going to say, seeing as how James Wan has turned out recently, I don't know if that's a positive or a negative at this point. But... Oh, Malignant is the greatest thing to ever <sighs> happen in the last 20 years. <laughs> oh, God. Now, Brandon, you're more on my side than Saw. Like, I enjoy Saw a lot. And so, to... Brett's not big on it, so he's like, oh, the first one is good. As a Saw fan, I'm like, oh, the first one kind of just sets up what we're waiting for to come in the later movies is that how you view it actually watching it this time i kind of thought like this movie doesn't even follow its own rules but we'll get to that um but i i do agree i do love that it does set up a lot of because you don't know what's going on until the very last second of the movie and and like saw is what the, the torture porn that's like what everyone yeah. gets saw and but I don't think it really starts in this movie. Not until the second. No, not until the second one. I don't think. I was even thinking about like I saw this movie way young on like HBO, and for some reason I guess it was just like in my mind I saw the guy cut his entire ankle off. Rewatching it again is like you see him start to do it, and there's some blood uh, spatter. But like other than how emotional and what it is, and him screaming and like why he is doing it, which it's like, which oh. <laughs> Which I wanted to bring in, too, because that's part of the the greatness of this first one, too, is that there's really no gore in it. It's just all implied. It's the acting of what they're doing in the scene that makes you be like, ooh, that hurts, you know? And then there's we're only telling one you scene I can it, think yeah. of. There's only one scene I can think of that has, like, a lot of, like, over-the-top gore, and it's not for very long, either. So I think it really has the whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre effect, where... After yeah. you watch that movie, you swear you saw a meat hook go through that girl, but <laughs> yeah. no, you didn't. You always think you saw the guy caught his foot off, but you never really do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you guys want to get into this thing? Let's yeah, go. Let's play a game. All right. <laughs> saw from 2004, written and directed by James Wan, Yay. and also written by, I can't think of his name. Leigh Whannell. Um, Leigh Whannell, who is also Adam in this movie, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I knew that off the top of my thing. head. 
I knew you would. <laughs> I didn't bother writing it. This is why you're here, Brandon. We knew right. like this is your franchise. This, yes. <laughs> oh, real quick before we get it, we should mention why Brandon's on this episode because until this point, Brandon's been like our A24 guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the so, artsy horror guy. Yeah. So tell us about the story that is my favorite of a young. How old are you, Brandon? <laughs> making your own saw scripts and trying to send them in. I was. <laughs> I was probably 14, 15. I wrote a script for a Saw prequel before Jigsaw came out. Um, and I feel like they stole a lot of my ideas. And uh, <laughs> I was so excited about it. I made up all the traps. I sent drawings of the traps. I sent the script to Twisted Pictures. Never heard back from them. Uh, it was the saddest moment of my teenage life. But um, I think that really set the stage for how demented I am, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what that says about me. How old were you? That's my favorite story. Probably like 14 or 15. Yeah. Okay, because my Kane Hodder story, I was like nine. So you're still worse than I am. That's good. <laughs> but still, so I'm like, there's no way we're hitting Saw without Brandon. And that was part of the reason why I took Saw. Because there was a few times I thought about doing Saw in the show's existence. I'm like, <laughs> oh, we just did a three-person episode where Brandon's busy or things like that. So that's why, part of why it took so long to get here. I'm still proud of that story, though. But That's good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Adam's waking up in the bathtub. Like, I don't know how he's alive at this point, because he's fully submerged. He should have been drowned, he, let's be real. Yeah, but he wakes up in there, and you see something go down the drain. You hear that he wakes up, he's freaking out, pitch black. Am I dead? You're not dead from Robin Hood Men in Tights over there. <laughs> Actually, I just thought of something, too. Like, most drains have that, like, S thing in it, so you don't smell the sewer. He could probably unscrew yeah. that, and the key would be right there, and he could get out. He yeah, wouldn't be a dead body in one. Which sequel is he the dead body? Three. I think it's seven. Oh, three? Well, he's in three for a little bit, and then in... Uh, oh, no. Yeah, he's in three, because Donnie shines a flashlight on him, and then you see him in seven again. I was going to I remember one of them. They, like, returned to the room for, like, a minute. Yeah. The continuity side of me loves that stuff. <laughs> it's so great. I don't think he knew it went down the drain, though. I think that's just us, the audience, pretty much saw it. Well, he knows he knows it at the end, but by that point, yeah. But like, I mean, what the fuck is he at this do? point? How you're saying he could have went down and got it? I don't think right at that but point. What else thinking. are you doing? <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't think he even like check the drain. Set our scene. Doctor Gordon finds the lights, and they're both chained at their ankles on the other side of this biggest bathroom I've ever seen, with a dead body holding a gun and a tape recorder in the middle of them prior to saw two i wanted to know what the purpose of this bathroom like where was this bathroom at because it is massive but there's one toilet and a tub right (laughs) beside the toilet it's great thank you i've been wondering about that too like the only thing i can think of is it's not really a bathroom it's like a shower room or something yeah i was like it's a gym or something like that yeah or it's like president taft's like private room like bathroom (laughs) isn't he the giant fat president but there's no yes. RUSs either. That's the sad thing. Well, where we live, like in the out of Pittsburgh area, we have this thing called the Pittsburgh toilet. Which <laughs> many basements in our area just have a random toilet in the basement, but not walled off or anything. No. Just a toilet. So that's all I could think of. I'm like, oh, there's somewhere near Pittsburgh. <laughs> but neither remembers how they got there, and then conveniently remember it as the plot goes on for convenience. And Adam finds an envelope with his name in his pocket and a play me tape. Lawrence Gordon. If I say Lawrence, Larry, or Dr. Gordon, it's all the same person. He has one too, and a bullet. They both woke up in their shithole apartments and 
woke up in an actual shithole. Yes. Yes. Um, they who last is the tape recorder? Adam. Yes, because he's closer to it. Gordon has the yeah, gun with his shirt. Look, here's the thing about this movie too: is it should be way shorter, but there's a lot of scenes of the obvious choice being right in front of them, and the other one saying, "Use your shirt for the tape recorder." <laughs> Do what? <laughs> Use your shirt. Oh, I swear that's how they pad the runtime out in this movie. The other thing, too, do you guys notice like the camera for each of these characters is different? So whenever Gordon's on screen, it's real steady and chill and it's all focused and with itself kind of thing. But whenever it's on Adam, it's always handheld camera. It's all kind of all over the place. Kind of reflecting the characters. Yeah, that's smart. And then towards the end, it kind of flips a little bit and then goes right back. It's pretty great. Oh, since you brought up cameras, I have a theory. Maybe one of you two knows or can speak to this. I don't think the guy who played Gordon, who was kind, of, who was a legit star, at least he's worked before this movie, um, him and Danny Glover. But I don't think he was in the room with Adam for a lot of this. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, the whole movie, pretty much. Yeah. No, I'm saying he wasn't in the room with him. Oh, was it? Yeah, I'm thinking there's a lot of this where it's just the guy playing Adam alone acting. Oh, so like whenever they're actually making the movie. Yeah. Yeah, they only have like one person tied up at a time. So because this movie was filmed in a matter of, I think, two or three weeks because they had very little time. They literally just filmed the entire movie straight through with each actor and then cut it. as. Yeah, that's how it felt to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but yeah, they get the tape recorder. Adam plays the tape. His is bullshit. Okay. Jigsaw hates people who don't appreciate their life and all that stuff, right? Yes. What did Adam do? That's what that's what I struggle with this first movie is what was his actual So you guys know that Lee Winnell and James Wan hate how the Saw movies turned out, right? No, I didn't know I do that. not. They didn't like where this they didn't like that it turned into torture porn because they wanted it to be a mystery series. And uh Lee Winnell wrote up to Saw Three, and that's what he was trying to do with the character was try to keep it that mystery, but the studio wanted the gore because that's what they thought people wanted to go to the movies for, which, yeah, they did. Um, yeah, they weren't wrong. Yeah, but um, they they wanted it to be a, a mystery. And it, my thought is, because you think about people like Zepp, like, what did that do? That dude was the nicest guy to him in the hospital. So why poison him and put him in the trap just to teach him? So I'm wondering what the actual progression of jigsaw would have been had james and lee been given full control from the get-go yeah like zepp's big thing is like he's weird yeah <laughs> yeah but he was still the nicest guy in the hospital so yeah. why would you do that to him especially then, like it seemed like he looked up to him because he's in the hospital and he's like he's a great man his name is kramer the the only one I could really say kind of deserved it, maybe Amanda, maybe because she wasn't valuing her life doing like with the drug addiction, maybe. But like to Jigsaw standards, yes, like, yeah, real like no. But here's the other thing: like I don't even can't even blame the sequels for this though because they set up the he tries to get people who don't appreciate their life in this movie. So I can't even blame the sequels for that stuff. Yeah, but they took it to a whole new level in the sequel. I think they kind of made him into a god, like an omniscient god in the sequels. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But he's like, 
you're pathetic. You spend your life watching other people. I'm like, that's his fucking career, yeah. dude. He's a PI. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's supposed to do. It is a thing. Like, it's it's not like he's illegally doing that. Like, this is a thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a peeping Tom or anything. He, that's, that's what he does. But uh, Like, Gordon, I can understand. Like, Gordon, you know, he's cheating on his wife, doesn't appreciate the family he has. Whatever. Cool. But, Zeb, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, he won't give Gordon the player, and he makes him throw his tape to him, and his tape's like, hello, Dr. Gordon, whatever, whatever, you have to kill Adam by six o'clock. <laughs> or we <laughs> kill your family. Yeah, so it's, it's like cut and dry, of just like, kill the other guy, and you're fine. <laughs> Which, how does that cause Adam to value his life if he's just like, I'm gonna fucking die either way? True. Brandon, you're on record on this podcast, on one of the bonus episodes, of calling Jigsaw a not a murderer. Yes. In the future game. Do you... In the future movies more so, not in this one. I was gonna say, poisoning someone, I think, is pretty cut and dry murder. But was he actually poisoned? Because when you think about it, the only cure that he gave him for the pure poison was like, oh, there's poison in my blood. Like, how do you know? True, and you know he might not even apply it. It's probably Zep. Yeah, it could it could just all be a mind game to get him to actually do the thing. Yeah, and at the end of his tape, it says, "Just remember, X marks the spot." And follow your heart. And oh, yeah, wait, no, they play the tape over and over yeah. again, and like there's something on there. This is bullshit because he doesn't say there's hidden clues. It's an escape room, so the follow your heart is on there on purpose for them to. Find that. It's so funny but too. He doesn't say follow your heart at the end. It's a real muffled like play the tape over and but over. It's so thing. funny too because they have this like police like police procedural crime drama feeling to it where it's like, hold on a second, enhance that. Wait a second. Go back. <laughs> follow your heart. There it is. And you know what? It's weird that Dr. Gordon's the one's like, play it again, play it again, all that stuff. Because Adam's the PI. If anyone's going to have, like, a better chance, I feel like, in getting out of this room and figuring it out, it's Adam. But he's the idiot the whole time. Well, not only that, but Gordon's on the other whole side of the fucking room. There's no way he heard that. Also, I just feel so bad for Adam because it's like, look, there's the heart. It's the shit heart that's on the toilet. (laughs) Look through it. He immediately like looks in. It's just cover. It's like now is that jigsaw that took a giant shit in there? And it's like this would be so funny. And no, if you watch Saw three and I believe Saw six, you there's two other people in the room, so it could have been anybody. Okay, I just like (laughs) the head cannon of like Jigsaw gives himself away because he's laying in the middle the whole time, and Adam starts putting his hands in his own shin. He's like, I can't believe he's doing it. He's like, Wait a minute, did that guy move and say something? Like, (laughs) what'd you find? No solids. But I do love the little laugh they have, which is like the only laugh in the entire movie of when he opens up the back of the toilet and that's where the shit is, like the like good stuff, the saws and whatnot are in the pictures that you find out later. But he's like, I should have checked there uh, first, I guess. But then he doesn't wash off his hand because the entire time <laughs> I'm watching his hand of like, well, you know, there's water in the back of the tank. Wash the shit off your hand. Wipe it on like your shirt that you already took off. And if you watch later on, it's the same hand that he picks up the cigarette and smokes it with. Oh, yeah. At that point, it's just like, okay, whatever. It's like, you have died of dysentery. The the water in the bathtub clearly works because yeah. it was filled up and everything. Rinse off your fucking yeah. hand! It's a little rusty, but my god. 
It's like, this chocolate's really bad. This is a bad joke. It's like, stop eating out of the toilet, please. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, why did he die? He had food right there. He, he finds the saws in the back of the toilet. He hands one to Gordon, one to him. And he breaks his on his chain instantly. What's Jigsaw's plan if Gordon also breaks his saw right away? Was Adam's rigged to break? and But he didn't know which one was going to go to who. No, but did he? <laughs> no, I hate that. That's the one thing about Saw that drives me nuts, is how, like, omnipotent... Is that the right word? Yes. Okay, the Jigsaw is, and he knows every twist Jigsaw, and turn they're going to do, even Jig- when he can't. Jigsaw is God. Everything he does is thoroughly planned. He know Saw 2, or no, Saw 5. If you know the human will, there's nothing to chance. Uh, That's how they explain but- the entire series. It's great. Here's the trailer line that drove everyone crazy and made everyone flock to this movie. As Gordon says, <laughs> he doesn't want us to cut the chains. He wants us to cut through our feet. Yes. And no joke, that line is what drove everyone to theaters, yeah. I feel like. That is the walrus of this movie. So yes. they stopped at the chain. Did, like The lock was obviously much smaller than the chain width. Why didn't they try to get the lock... Or I don't know anything. Anything else? Like when did they try to break the break the pipe it was on because it was obviously rusted through. There were just so many things yeah. they could have done. Do you think there's any moment like if they would have tried something that like would have like been like a loophole out? Like Jigsaw would have stood up like, "Hey, oh, oh no!" Shit. and like stopped them from doing it. I no. wonder though too because if if they would have started banging on the pipe or something, would he have done that little zappy thingy that he has for Adam? Yeah. He's like, no, don't do the, the puppet rolls in. Like, stop it. Don't do that. This is what not the what the game you? is. You're what supposed is to kill him. I wanted to play checkers. <laughs> then Gordon starts talking about, I think I know who's doing this this to us. And we get our first of many, 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 many flashbacks. Yeah. And he talks about the Jigsaw Killer and we get the scene cut. Does he know at this point who the Jigsaw Killer is? No, they don't know it's um, John Crane. Okay. Okay. And we cut to the police at the barbed wire tunnel trap crime scene. And his whole thing was, hello, whoever. A few weeks ago, you took a razor across your wrist. Did you want to die or just want attention? Look, Jigsaw is the worst worst mental health professional (laughs) on the planet. Well, I mean, he's never going to cut himself again. I mean, he's dead, so no. <laughs> I love the line of, like, he cut himself so deep, we found stomach acid on the floor. It's just like, Jesus Christ. It's another thing of, this is why this one works so much better, I think, in my mind, at least, is because it makes you imagine that. If it's all, like, seven, you would see the guy's inner, the guy's, like, stomach acid, like, spewing out of him, like Tom Savini did it. Like Good, good. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Yeah. But that's also like one of the. This is the stupidest trap in the movie too, because like, it's not a trap. It's a tunnel. How, how tiny those razors were. There's no way it's reaching the stomach with how fat this guy is. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, you can get through it very. Slowly. Yeah. There was a giant hole in the middle there. It does this thing like where it shows him going through it that saw, especially the earlier ones, love doing. And I won't lie, I kind of hate it. The weird flash forward, like well, fast you, forward camera. Do you thing. know why they started that? Why? Because especially in that scene, uh, they didn't have enough time to film enough footage. So Kevin Groider, the editor, had to think of a way to actually make it longer without having them having to go back and refilm things. 
okay, that's good for the moment to make it work, but but it kind of I became the like thing. It. Like I, I yeah. like it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I give what I know what you're talking about though. It's that thing where it's like, uh, and, and it like fast cutting. forwards for a second. It is very like it reminds me like, oh yeah, this is two thousand something. Four. Yeah, it was. It reminds me of a two thousand something movie kind of thing of like, oh yeah, this was that style of the time. I like it. I appreciate it. <laughs> mm. But they they noticed the missing jigsaw piece cut from his back. I feel like a lot of this movie too, and this isn't a complaint; it's just an observation. Didn't know what Saw was gonna be and what kind of franchise they were setting up because this seems more like schlocky horror. Like here, like oh, he cuts a jigsaw piece out of all the victims as a trophy. Like you know what I mean? That seems like a little more schlocky than what Saw really ended up going for. Don't get me wrong; it's still schlocky, but in the different direction. That takes me back to my thing too. Is I feel like if the series had been solely in the hands of James and Lay, it would have been a lot different than we got. Because even in Saw 2, there's one person that gets a jigsaw piece cut out of him, and then it's just dropped from the series completely. <laughs> yeah. John Kramer's like, I'm too sick to keep <laughs> cutting these goddamn jigsaw pieces out. Like, my hand's shaky, I can't do it anymore. Just let me eat my Cheerios in peace, Amanda. Go cut that one, please. Thanks. <laughs> do you think he does it like actually cuts it? Because it's a very well done jigsaw piece. Or do you think he has like a hole puncher style? Well, like, oh, a, like what you'd make oh, a sugar cookies with, like to cut the cookie dough, <laughs> like that. Was that Lawrence cutting it? Because he's a surgeon. Oh, that's why he's a suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to our next trap, which is more creative on Jigsaw's end. The flammable liquid rubbed all over the guy, and he has to keep putting the combination in with the candlelight and stuff. More creative this time. But it's also bullshit because they really don't tell you how to f- solve that one. It's just a bunch of random numbers. There's numbers all over the room. One of them is the combination. It's like, no shit. Yeah, I know the combination is a number. No, I think they were all the combination. I think you had to enter every number in order. That's why I had to keep going back and forth. That's a long-ass combination for that old safe. I don't That's the way I thought the it was. The entire wall was... Covered in numbers. Yeah. Maybe my, my head cannon was just looking out for James Wan. I don't Maybe. Know. I, think, I think there were two different colors, weren't they? Like, wasn't there red and white numbers or something like that? Oh, no. I'm not sure. Anyway, he catches on fire. When the police were investigating this one, I was like, looks like our killer likes to book himself a front row seat. Very, like, law and order dialogue here. <laughs> dun, dun. Like, and we found this. <laughs> and it's a little pen light. A pen light. You can't buy that on Amazon. Well, I think it was engraved with his name or something. I don't know. Or they ran the prints. No, it wasn't because they would have noticed that they were like, take this back and run the prints right away. And then that's, that's I guess, what it was. Yeah. Back on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to Gordon teaching a bunch of students about, take this man here, terminal cancer. John Kramer's laying there unconscious. How shitty would it be uh, if you were like in the hospital and you wake up to a doctor talking to a bunch of kids around you while you're trying to sleep about how fucked you are. I've watched Grey's Anatomy. That's not how that goes at all. Is I don't know. Is that like the way it's done or no? I wouldn't think typically for that kind of person, that kind of patient. Yeah, I feel like that's got to break some HIPAA laws. Well, no, it's a teaching hospital, so it wouldn't break a law. It's just consideration for the family, like consideration for the patient, you know? He doesn't have yeah. a room either. He has one of those like weird, just like curtain rooms that are just like it's just the bedroom in James's house or something like that. It's great. Yeah, it, it's like one. It's like in a movie when there's an emergency and they set up fake rooms just with curtains. It's like I have terminal cancer. May I please have my own room? He's basically in the ER. Yeah. What's the dude who uh, makes those really low budget movies? Um, 
but he's like he thinks he's like the, most of our episodes. Yeah. You have to be much more specific. Uh, Faithful findings. Uh, oh, Neil Breen. Neil Breen. Yeah, it's just like yes. the bathroom is a garbage bag. Like it's that, great. The hospital room is also the bathroom that they're filming in. I they just it. set up the curtains. I love it so much. Um. Also, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, Brandon, and you probably know out of anyone better. He has cancer and he has no hair. But he has a soul patch. Well, you gotta keep your style if you're dying. But I mean, would that stay? I thought when you lose your hair, you lose it. Yeah, you, lo- you lose your hair. That, yeah. uh, I don't think he lost his hair from cancer. I think he's as old. No, because he, he, he has hair later in later movies. I don't think he ever went through chemo because later on in the series... They show him just with like random bags of fluid and stuff like that. So okay. I don't think he ever got treatment because of the obvious. So why is he? Yeah, old I think he's in just old. Maybe I mean you know maybe it was summertime. It was hot. He shaved his head. Well, I do that. Yeah, I think it was a ritual too. Because if you look at Saw Three, where he's like inducting Amanda into into his cult kind of thing, like he shaved there too. But like before that, he has hair kind of thing. So oh, okay, because I think I it's just like a ritualistic. I know I've seen pictures of him where he's like slumped over in a chair and he has hair. With a backwards baseball cap getting a book signed. Yeah. <laughs> John. John with an H. Also, an H doesn't matter. The matter. guy with like the most unique voice ever. Like he, you would pick him out immediately of like, yes, this is John Cream. It's like, oh, I recognize it. He did it. <laughs> we got it. We got to give him credit though that they got uh, Tobin Bell for this series just because like, it could have been anybody just laying on a floor in the first movie, but the fact that they got him is what sells the character for the rest of the series, and it would not have been as fun as it was. Oh, dude, I went to a and a with Tobin Bell one time at a con, bastard. and dude, just hearing that guy talk, it, 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 it feels like he's acting, but that's just his voice. It's, but he's up there answering questions, I'm like, that voice is great, I love it. It's so hard, because like, he was in an episode of Seinfeld, and he was on, <laughs> I think, Tremors or some one of those other low-budget B-movies. It's just like, I'm sorry, you're Jigsaw. I can't see you as anything else. Like, he yeah, gets like a typecast. How, how Tony Todd has an extremely distinctive voice. No matter what oh, Tony yeah. Todd does, he sounds like Tony Todd. Mm-hmm. It's almost that mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. But that's where we're introduced to Kramer, to Zepp, and Gordon, all in the same place. He comes like and he then... comes barreling through Jerry's door. He's like, hey, Jerry! <laughs> <laughs> I want to play a game, Jerry. <laughs> The, the police are interviewing Gordon, and like, we found your pen light at the crime scene. And this is where I'd be like, well, fuck you guys. I work with the public. Someone yeah. swiped one of my pens. Big deal. I can give you a, like, if you have a warrant or whatever, I can give you a list of all my patients I've had recently. Start there. Yeah. That's what I'd say, and that seems like the more likely solution. Start with this guy in the bed. He's terminally ill. Where the fuck did he go? Yeah, he seems weird. <laughs> uh, but... He's having an affair, so of course he doesn't want this to get back to his wife. And it happened five months ago, he says, right? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, that happened five months ago. I don't know. I wrote my notes, happened five months ago. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but when he's at the police station, like, okay, we'll let you go, but here's a girl here who's a survivor. We'd like you to stick around and hear her testimony. Seems very odd, but I guess they're trying to just gauge his reaction to what she says. This is an obvious, like, trap kind of thing I think the police would do, like, Oh, doesn't that make you feel so sad for her? Yeah, try to gauge how you react. Yeah. And this is, would both of you say the most classic Saw Trap? If you think of Saw Trap, what your mind This is to. what everybody pictures. The, the head one? 
The bear yeah, trap. Reverse bear trap. Yeah, yeah, this is like you think of Jason, you think of the machete, you think of Saul, you think of like the head trap, basically. I'm looking at it on my wall right now. I have I have the poster of just the head trap on my wall, and like you instantly know what it is. Does he do it in multiple yeah. ones, or is it just in this? One? Oh yeah. Okay. It's in Saw Seven as well. Okay. It um. It's not to six. spoil it. Uh, seven ends with the bear trap, kind of in oh. a cool way. Well, six ends with it too, in a less cool way. Or maybe I'm getting it mixed up. But anyway, yes. <laughs> but so hers is she's Amanda. There's a she wakes up. Billy the Puppet's on TV. First time we see him. Hello, Amanda. I want to play a game. Your cellmate on the ground there. Just another guy. She doesn't know him. There's a key in his stomach. You have to get the trap off your head. You have to cut the key out. The guy isn't dead, though. The cellmate is uh, Oren Kulas, who is one of the producers from Twisted Pictures. Oh, oh okay. That yeah. makes sense. Which, by the way, Twisted Pictures, the logo for Twisted Pictures is one of the best production company logos. It is. It is actually pretty. Little cool. barbed wire tornado. Yes, I love it. I get excited um, every time I see it. Weird callback to one of our super early episodes. They also did the Texas Chainsaw 3D, Brandon. Yeah. Oh. And there's a scene where they even have like the pig face guy like at a spook house at a carnival <laughs> thing. Yeah. Perfect. But she has to cut into this guy who she's told is dead. This is bullshit. But he is just overdosed and sedated. And he starts stirring. And of course. Yeah, fuck it. This is the one scene where I said you actually do get a decent amount of gore. Because she's like just pulling like entrails out and everything to try to find the key in her stomach. Here's the thing. I won't lie. I don't think I'd be able to identify the stomach, though. No, exactly. I would have no idea where to start cutting. I would just like, okay, I, I'm taking all of your guts out, I guess. <laughs> Left upper quadrant underneath the ribs a little more. You're, you're good. You're golden. She cut way too far I'm, down. I'm cutting in the dude's lungs. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> She gets it off just in time, and you see the snap and everything, so he wasn't bullshitting. And then the fucking Billy the Puppet, which I will not call that puppet jigsaw, it makes me mad, comes riding in on the tricycles like, congratulations, it is the you survived. the cutest thing ever. It is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. But who is pushing that puppet? Is what I want to know. I don't know. Dude, I'm picturing it's like he has a little remote control, like, upstairs or something that starts a, like, a motor on it that spins the wheels, and he just... Like, positioned it just right and, like, zip-tied the handlebars in place so it wouldn't just run into the but wall. I don't this, know. You have this just, like, gruesome scene. Like, this girl just cut up this dude's entrails, found a key, saved her saved her fucking life. And this cute little puppet comes riding on a trice. It's the, the most adorable thing. I'm sorry. I love Billy. Do you it, own a yeah. Billy? I do own a Billy, actually. Oh, I figured um, you did. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's a little figurine. Nice. It's cute. Oh, I thought you meant like you had like a life-size one. Oh, no, I wish I did. And then she's like, he helped me in her interview. I'm like, that's not help, girl. You you gotta go to therapy. Not dig a key well, out of the stomach of a... You know you're fucked up dude. whenever that's your version of help. I'm because, sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon. Doesn't she become addicted to drugs again in later movies? No, she doesn't. She finds oh. a different outlet that actually helps her deal with Jigsaw not giving her the attention she wants. It's a okay. saw three. It's explained more. I thought in two she was back in that one with that. That though. was a lie. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's been a while since I went through the series. I got you. No but worries. back in the room, like our main room, Adam discovers that it's a two-way mirror when he gets mad and throws something at the mirror, and he's looking through the glass. He's like, someone's watching us, and it cuts to someone watching them on the TV, which, when you're just watching this, you assume is almost right behind that glass, like with them. You don't mm -hmm. assume he's very far away. Um, we get a flashback to what happened before 
and Gordon's daughter comes to talk to her mom. Like, there's a man in my room. Look, that's your first red flag. <laughs> we know kids get scared in the middle of the night. They're like, there's a monster under my bed. When the kid just walks in, dead face says, there's a man in my room. That's the one where you take it seriously. No, they're not. Just go back to bed. If they kidnap you, that's less. <laughs> in this economy, really. I also really love what they're about to, like, set up with Gordon. Of, like, the daughter's like, I want daddy to look at the room because daddy's big and strong and he'll scare the man away. And, of course, they cut to dad sitting in, like, the den, still wearing his, like, suit and tie, like, on the computer, like, crunching numbers or something. And they walk in. It's like, oh, your daughter had a bad dream. And he's like, I'll be there in a minute. I'm busy working. at the keyboard. Yeah. (laughs) And then they turn to walk away, and it's about to be really sad. And then he closes the computer and goes, okay, all done. What can I help you with? And then he's like, good dad. He's like, oh, he's a great father. That's beautiful. They set you up for the trope. You think it's going to yeah. be what you expect. Another fun fact. Uh, the daughter is, uh, I think her name's Mackenzie Vega, Vega, who is the sister of Alexa Vega? Carmen. Who's Alexa from, Vega? Carmen from Spy Kids. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. An- another movie that's oddly popped up on this podcast before. We need to do it on Throbbing. It's a horror movie. <laughs> basically what's coming up here in a couple episodes we might you, as well have you seen the thumb thumbs <laughs> oh liz loves <laughs> liz constantly brings up the thumb thumb thing <laughs> um he tucks her in and then he gets paged which lets you know it's 2004 and <laughs> back in the room he throws adam his wallet He's like yeah here's my kids adam finds a picture where the picture's supposed to be, but it's just a picture of Gordon's kidnapped wife and daughter with a note on the back, but doesn't show him. What if he's not? What if they're not kidnapped? What if he's just, just into some weird shit? Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, yeah, that's my picture. Like, dude, I think something terrible happened to your family. Like, no, that's the picture I was showing you. I'm like, yeah, are they adorable? <laughs> we went to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> but we cut to real time where the family is, and it's Zep who has the wife and daughter tied up there and everything then we're introduced to detective tap again donald lover wait danny lover which one is it danny which one's childish gambino okay thank you i get it mixed up every time i say the wrong one (laughs) david tap is his name yes detective tap is in the most cliche crime like i'm on this case watching a house from across the street with newspaper articles plastered surrounding him not even like on a board with a red string i'm talking he's changed the wallpaper to newspaper articles it's just laying splattered on the floor with pizza boxes and whiskey bottles it's it's the typical like i take my job too seriously it's Charlie Day looking for Pepe Sylvia and Always Sunny. Where he's like, Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia, where's all this maple going? He's like, he's like smoking three cigarettes at once, like chugging coffee. And then you know what? I saw the Jigsaw Killer. You know who he is? Fucking Gordon. <laughs> Sing! Who is Jigsaw? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get flashbacks to Detective Tap and Sing, his partner, watching the Bear Trap video. And slow it down again, just like earlier with the tape. Slow it down. Zoom in there. And they recognize graffiti and they hear a fire alarm. Quick, pull all like the fire records from last week. And with in this area, they find out where it is. They get there and he breaks in with no warrant. So here's my thing. Look, I, I can't help but break it down to a legal perspective here. 
So they get in, they find him dead to rights. Look, he's about to kill another dude and everything. Technically, he tries to take him alive, too, because like, on your knees and everything. If he arrested him here, wouldn't they technically have to let him go free, like a Freddy Krueger yes. situation? Yes. It's a... Like, if they brought him in there, Jigsaw would go free, right? It doesn't matter. It's great. Like, I'm like this... Either you kill the dude, or you get the warrant. One of the two. They have no backup. They don't tell anyone else where they're going. I also feel extremely bad for Detective Singh, because he was about to, like, leave to go to the bar and have some drinks. He wanted Tap to come with him. He's like, come on, man. Like, step away from the like case. Come have a drink with us. Like, relax. And he's like, no, I gotta listen to this tape again. And so it's like, he was about to go get a beer, and he ends up where he ends up. I'm going to be the main character of the video game, guys. I, I got to solve this case, okay? <laughs> I mean, Danny Lover fought a predator in the 80s. I think he'll be fine. Let's not bring that up into this, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it up some other time. <laughs> but also, every scene, in this scene in particular, every scene you see of Detective Singh that you don't see his face in is Lee Winnell because they, again, had to do some reshoots, so... Dude, I thought I noticed something weird. I'm not yeah. even joking. I'm like, once in a while, like something would seem off. Yeah, that first scene when they first walk into the room where he's holding the shotgun, but you don't see his face. That's Lee. It's like the first Evil Dead where like they had to like everybody played everybody basically. Pretty like much. at some point, Bruce Campbell's in a dress. Like <laughs> when he's when they're in there, they find the model of the Adam and Gordon trap. They find a <laughs> Billy puppet and a pig mask. You know, all the typical jigsaw paraphernalia and then i love this they hear grunting they pull the like blank jigsaw's really into like silk and velvet they pull like this velvet like blanket off this dude and he's in a trap and then they hear the elevator kick on so someone's coming can you imagine being this dude you wake up in this terrible situation two police uncover you they hear a noise and just cover you back up <laughs> no way and then they let the police let the suspect get close to the victim again. Why immediately, as soon as he's like in the line of sight, are you not like freeze, get down the second they move, fucking shoot him in the legs. Like, yeah, they wait till he's standing there, pulling the blanket down, talking to him. Then they pull the guns out and they like pull some wire that starts the trap immediately. So this guy doesn't die that we see, right? We don't see this man die. No, he he survives. Okay, so if this would have killed him, this would have been, like, a definite jigsaw murder at this point. Because he doesn't give him the, here's what you have to do or anything like that. He does. No, he goes through the whole spiel before they come out and say, like, down oh, to the he? He's yeah. like, the, the key is in that box. And he pulls out, like, a giant janitor, janitor like, key ring of, like, a million keys. Every time I see this scene, I think of the one episode of Looney Tunes where... Bugs Bunny pulls out this giant key ring. He's like, oh, there's one for the garage, the car, the front door, the back yeah. door. <laughs> I, I also want to point out, Brett, that I love how you said janitor at first. When you said janitor, it makes it sound like the most distinguished <laughs> thing in the world. Like I would be proud to tell people, what do you do? Oh, I'm a janitor. Ultra lord. <laughs> but he, he sets the trap and Tap has the, him with the gun on him. He's like, you can kill me or you can save this man. And it's a big thing. Finally, they go, here's the thing. They have the box welded shut where you can't just unplug the trap, you know? Yeah. You have guns, worst case scenario, shoot the wire or follow to where it plugs in and unplug it from that side. <laughs> but it's cool Why that they no shoot it. Of this? 
I don't know, dude. There's so many ways, but anyway, they don't get it. Did Saw inspire Assassin's Creed? Oh, with the little blade thingy? little blade in the hood, yeah. Yeah. This reminded me a little bit of Malignant. Why do you have to ruin this movie for me? Go on. Just because you have my attention. It's the hooded character and, like, the long, like, I know, like, Gabriel wears, like, the trench coat. And Jigsaw's in more of a robe type thing. But it's, like, someone in, like, long clothing with a knife. Yeah, when I first saw Malignant, that was I was like, oh, this is obviously an homage to Jigsaw kind of thing. Well, I saw it as okay. an homage to uh, uh, Giallo from Italian Horror, uh, which okay. I believe that James Wan is actually a fan of if you yeah. watch Malignant, for sure. Mm-hmm. And even this one is a very much of a whodunit type thing. Yeah, definitely. I think he's really into the whole mystery thing. Like you were saying, Brandon, you confirmed earlier, that's what they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Sing shoots the trap. And I think that's what stops it, right? Does Sing shoot or does Tap shoot? I can't remember. Sting shoots the trap, yeah. and Jigsaw then, like, with the distraction, slips oh, Tap's that's throat right, that's and right. runs. Yeah. yeah. Sting pursues after him after making sure Tap's, like, surviving. He's like, I'll be okay, but still blame him from the throat, but didn't get him deep. Sing does shoot him, right? Like, does he get some buckshot in his ass, or does he fake it? He does. Is he wearing a bullet? I don't think he's wearing a bulletproof vest. It's just the magic of cinema. He- well, it's also down a real long hallway, and he uses a shotgun, which is a spray shot. So you shoot anybody in the back, it's going to hurt. Yeah. But <laughs> then Sting's going after him after he shoots him and hits this trip wire with just like 10 shotguns above him. <laughs> they just blast his head. I did like the effect a lot of like after the gunshot happens and the splat sound and the blood coming down looked really cool. Yes. Like some good practical going on there. It's good, like squirty sounds and just like. Coming out of the aorta, it's great. Yeah. Back in the main room, Adam tells Gordon, turn off the lights, and they find the glowing X. I guess it needed to charge. Dude, you know how unreliable glow-in-the-dark paint and stuff is? Like, (laughs) sometimes you have to charge it for just, like, a minute. Sometimes, like, a week. Like, what if that wasn't charged up enough? It it does not work with fluorescent lights. It has to be sunlight. Yes. But that's how they find the lockbox, and they find a cell phone, a lighter cigarette and a cryptic note what's the, what's the note like poison isn't the a bullet isn't the only way to kill somebody with that much poison something in your blood like or something that yeah like that. yeah well because he had something it was something on the tape earlier i think about the guy had so much poison in his blood in the middle of the room that he killed himself so no like, i don't think that's revealed until that note it's like okay a bullet isn't the only way out sometimes sometimes with that much poison coursing through your veins the only way out is to shoot yourself and he even puts in the note like dot 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 think about it like hint <laughs> nudge. Yeah. he's like look i know these hints aren't too helpful in this one you gotta think this one over care for a dip dr gordon then after the whole like cigarette note and everything like that Gordon remembers a parking garage. I could have swore someone was in there with me. Like, there was someone else in there. And there's the whole pig abduction. Dude, I do remember, like, watching this movie for the first time. The gore never bothered me. I've always had a pretty good stomach for gore and stuff. That pig creeping around the parking garage scared the fuck out of me. The one that still gets me is in the apartment with Adam. Yeah. See, the the parking garage got me more for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, that one just It's just there's no lighting until that flash. And he keeps flashing and nothing's there. It's like, just find yeah. your front door. Leave. <laughs> Adam has a change of heart. I think he goes, oh, Gordon's not going to kill me. And he shows him the photo of his wife and the notes on the back. Gordon turns off the lights again for a minute and is whispering to Adam, play along. Throws him the cigarette. Doesn't dip it in the blood. He's like, 
smokes it. I love when actors have to <laughs> pretend they're bad actors. Something it's... about that. I I've seen it a million times, but I always love it. I don't know why. Like, like when great. you have to pretend to be a bad actor is the best. No, I've been poisoned. <laughs> have you ever watched any of the uh, audio commentaries for the first couple of Saw movies? No, I have not. They're hilarious. I love them, and they just like rail on Lee Winnell's acting the entire time. It's so great. <laughs> But he falls over <clears throat> pretty much and dies. <laughs> and look, here's the other thing too. Gordon's a doctor. You know he's thinking, you're doing it all wrong. He's just like, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Like, come on, man. Even even Gordon, what's his name? Uh Carrie Elways, even he's not that great in this movie. Like his acting is he There's that line towards the end where it's just like, fuck the shit. I have a moment where his acting reaches peak bad for me, and I can't wait to get there. Is it towards but... the end? Is it yes, the cell phone? It's after yes. the it's after no, it's after the foot for me. Oh no, so, I love on the cell phone call. It's so great. But um he falls over, pretends he's dead, and they electrocute him to check, which I think is actually genius. Which like that's funny. the whole how you're saying they think of everything. Where do they hide the wire though? You would have to have a wire somewhere. No, you could just have it touching the back of the chain. It's all metal. You could have something electric there that turns on. And yeah, okay. It conducts through the chain. Yeah. If you're paying attention, whenever the police go into Jigsaw's hideout and they see the miniature, because I guess Tony Collette is also staying there, <laughs> um, it looks like there's well wires, not chains, going to the people's feet. Oh, Mister! I hate Saw. Give him the Saw fanatic something new he didn't see. Fuck you! Oh, you never saw that? No, never noticed that. No, I haven't seen this movie in years. Well, probably a year now. <laughs> I tried to do a rewatch last year. I was like, I'm going to watch all the Saw movies. So I forget, like they were all streaming at once at some point. I remember watching Saw one. I was like, I remember loving this movie. Didn't make it even through Saw two. I was like, I'm giving up on this rewatch. Oh, Saw two is the best one. I, hate dude, I agree. I hate dude, dude bro. I love Saw 2. Dude bro ruins it for me. I hate it. Which one's dude bro? The big dude bro. The big muscular guy. The, <laughs> the bully guy. Not run. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Next right here is that you're talking about the Adam getting abducted scene. Yes. So uh, you go back to his shithole apartment and uh, he's going to develop the photos he just took. Uh, he falls asleep. All of a sudden, all the lights are out in his apartment. He, all he has beside him is his camera with the flash on it. So he uses the flash bulb to kind of see his way through the apartment. It's tense. All you see is a brief flash every once in a while what the apartment's looking like. For whatever fucking reason, instead of going to the front door, like Brett said, he goes to the closet. Yeah. Because he heard something in the closet with a baseball bat and his flash camera. Does a flash and the pig man comes out and attacks him. Still one of the creepiest things I've seen in a lot of movies, in, in, a, in a horror movie, to me. It is unnerving, yeah. yeah. Now, I've lived at the place that I live at for a few years now, so have you, Greg, and I bet you, Brandon, If you even if you haven't been at your place right now, you've been at a place long enough that if all the lights went out, you could feel your way to where you want to go. Yeah. I have a two-story house, so if I'm upstairs and fall asleep, I have to walk downstairs and then to the door. I could still do that in the pitch black. Really no issue. Like, go slow and feel. You can do that. This guy lives, it's like one floor. It's a tiny little apartment. You could, you're probably five feet from the door. 
My favorite part too is just thinking about the pig mask like running around it because it doesn't say that the rest of the apartment's lost power. So I just imagine this pig man like sneaking around like you asleep yet, and then just like tiptoeing to all the light switches. He's got squeaky feet, yeah. Back in the room, Gordon gets a call because the cell phone won't make calls. It can only receive them from his daughter and wife. And his wife says, don't believe Adam's lies. He knows you. And the call ends. Confronts Adam about it. Adam admits he's a PI. And we get all these flashbacks of him following Gordon around taking pictures. He's the worst PI I've ever seen. Yeah. He, I swear to God, basically a step away from saying, smile for the camera, taking pictures of him. Why are you using Flash that close to somebody? Yes. I don't think he's a PI though. I think he's just some random photographer that was his name hired. No, he says I'm a private investigator, and Is then I'll tap hired him. Uh, okay, later okay. Find out. And he was actually making really um, good money, like 200 bucks a day. Like fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. The worst example of his PI work is next. It's when Gordon's going to the hotel to cheat on his wife. He doesn't follow through with it, but he's walking to the room at the end of the hall, and Adam just comes around a corner, takes a bunch of pictures, and Gordon's like. I heard something and turns back oh. around, but he's right there. After there's a million like camera sounds, like ching 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 ching. So, huh? It's like playing a video game where you have to do a stealth mission, but you set it to like super easy mode, and the per- people just never turn around at you. His field of vision, little extending scope in front of him, doesn't quite reach the end of the hall. So it's probably yeah. a f- it's probably a fake video, but it's like have you seen where it's all the people hanging out, and it's like the guy and the girlfriend, and the girlfriend has her f- like shoes off, and the friend takes a picture of the feet, but the flash goes off, and everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, you!" It's like that. <laughs> But um, he doesn't go through with cheating on, but they get a call in the room and he answers. It's like, I know what you're doing, doctor. I still don't know who that's from. Uh, Number one, as soon as like you're supposed to be in this mystery hotel room that no one knows where you're at, the phone rings. I'd be like, don't pick it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing good that can come out of that. No. And then it's like, the phone's for you. And it's like, no the fuck it's not. I'm not here. Which did yeah, they have why would you say I'm here? When when the uh, receptionist or the nurse, whoever it was, when, like, when she answered, was whoever was on the other line just the regular voice? Like, oh, can I talk to Gordon? Is he like, there? Oh, hey, this is Gordon's buddy. Is Gordon there? I just want to catch up. <laughs> can, can I speak to Gordon, please? I know what you did. <laughs> You're about to get laid. I can't get laid. How dare you get laid? <laughs> Do you know what cancer does to your boner? What, what, what are boobies like? Describe boobies. Who I had a wife this? but not for four movies. <laughs> it's like two bags of sand. Sand? <laughs> Back at present day, Adams tells him that he's hired by a guy named Bob. He paid in cash. He doesn't know who he is. Then we cut to the another flashback. Jeez, I'm tired of saying that. And he was hired by Tap. He describes him, and it turns into a shouting match between the two of them. Adam looks at the looks at the pictures that were in the garbage bag with the saws, and he sees Zepp at Gordon's house. He's like, "Did you have company?" Throws it to Gordon. He recognizes him. He knows who it is. Clock's counting down. It's out of time. Oh, yeah. They waste so much time. I guess just sitting around doing nothing. Not trying to figure anything out. Yeah, definitely. And then Zep's like, well, sorry, Mrs. Gordon. I gotta kill you now. But I love Husband now, Mrs. Gordon. Mom, at least, like, you don't get really a whole lot of, like, mom's character other than, like, she yells at dad kind of thing. 
Um, even though yeah. dad's doing bad things, like you don't, we at least get some character with dad. You don't really get much with mom other than like, I'm right. not going to let anything happen to you, daughter. And then like, luckily she does like break free of her like restraints, but then it's like, oh, I got to pretend real quick. Yeah, Zep comes in right when she broke free, but she's acting like she's still tied. She makes her call Gordon, and as she does it, she wrestles the gun from Zep. Fight starts again. The gun goes off. She stabs Zep with scissors, but since the gun went off, Tap, who's obsessed with this house, comes running over, <laughs> fights Zep. Zep gets away. We got a shootout going. It's a big or- ordeal here. And then Gordon gets electrocuted somehow. I don't. Oh, because does oh. Zep hit it? No. How the hell is Gordon um, get electrocuted? No, it's a two-way button. Jigsaw has it in the middle. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. where is it at? Because the entire time, both hands are covered. He's got a gun yeah. in one hand. Is it, like, taped to the be- back of the tape recorder? Well, no, because... No, because he takes it. I'm wondering if it's, like, yeah. in his mouth. Like, that would make sense. He's just tugging the button. Yeah. Maybe. Then we get the tap Zep car chase to where Gordon and Adam are. Okay, that car chase, though. Oh, God. Terrible. Yeah, low budget and awesome. Honestly, a more realistic car chase. Yeah, though. that's what you would do for a low budget movie. I guess if you have no money and you need a car chase, this is the best they could yeah. do with it. I yeah. liked it. We've seen a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. Do we? Did we go past the? Uh, did we go past the phone call where Gordon totally changes up his mood? No, that's right here. Okay. Because uh, the phone's ringing and Gordon can't reach it, and that's where he starts spazzing. And oh no! It's, it's before that. Oh, it's yeah, before that oh, because he's like, "I'll kill you, you son of a bitch, <gasps> Hallie." Oh yeah, I love that so much. That switch. <laughs> that's my favorite. I will fucking rip your skull out. Oh hi, honey. I love you. Smooches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the phone's ringing. Gordon can't reach it. This is where he's like. Okay, fuck it. And he starts cutting through his leg. And I love not so much him cutting through his leg, but Adam's reaction to him cutting through his leg is my favorite thing. It makes it so great. It's also Gordon's performance, I think, with this. Of, like, he's wailing, he's crying. Like, both of the guys are looking worse and worse as the day goes on, of course. Because they're laying in a dirty bathroom. But then I guess it's just the complete thing of he, like, completely lost his mind. Because, like, he tries to reach the phone, can't reach it. Let me take the saw and saw my foot off. Not take the saw and reach for the phone. Where, you know, his wife is going to be like, honey, everything's okay. You don't need to do anything rash. And this is where the camera switches up, too. And it kind of goes more freehand for Gordon because he's just kind of lost his mind at this point. And yeah, I agree, with, I agree with Brett because... Again, you don't really see much gore. It's the the grunting, the panting as his arms going back and forth, and then Adam going, "Oh my God, Lawrence, what are you doing? Oh my God!" It's just, it sells it, and you picture it, and that's worse, and it's great. Oh, I think the acting's great yeah. here. In a minute, it goes terrible. Will, right here, it's great. I will take that over making someone dive into like a giant pile of needles. Hey, hey, I like the pile of needles. I like Rain the pile of is my favorite too. Yes. Now, pig guts are a different story. Tap catches up to Zep, like, pretty much right outside the room. Zep shoots him. Does not count as a kill, because I know he survives. Which, where did he shoot him at? In the shoulder? Yeah. I thought, like, in, like, the gut. I don't remember. No, he shoots him in, like, the shoulder. Yeah, because he's holding his shoulder at the end. Yeah. Yeah. 
Gordon crawls to the gun, and this is where his acting takes a <laughs> terrible turn. And they put makeup on him to look like he's all pale and nasty, but it just looks like he's blue. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like Dawn of the Dead zombies, zombies from 1978. <laughs> he's crawling to the gun. I'm sorry. <laughs> My family needs me. You gotta die. <laughs> You don't have to rage as I'm laughing at this, but it's fucking hilarious when you actually watch it. You know what's great too is in Saw Seven where they re where he comes back and they did the exact same makeup for him crawling through. (laughs) Also, none of it matters. It's after six o'clock. The rules say if it's after six o'clock, your family's dead. So why at six? It's like six ten, and he starts sawing his foot off. Yeah, but by that point, okay. I get it because, like, at that point, if you're like really devoted to your family or whatever, it's like you know you're gonna. If try you're really whatever. devoted to it, cut your foot off at four o'clock. Yeah, but yeah. he was trying other things before then. That's a foot. I mean, you like to watch. It's so. trying things, <laughs> as in sitting there and just staring at the wall and talking to this other guy and being like, "So, how do you know the killer? I don't know the killer." They were in kind of a shitty situation, so. <laughs> <laughs> He shoots Adam, you think he's dead. Zep enters the room, and like you said, Britt, it's too late. Those are the rules. He's going to shoot Gordon, but he's attacked and bludgeoned by Adam. He's still alive. He's <laughs> still hilarious, too. Fucking That's... annihilates him. What does he have, like a piece of cinder block, or is it the back of the toilet? It's the back or of what? the toilet. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Because no, he that... never hurts um... her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should clarify what we mean before anyone jumps on uh, Zombie Land. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I thought you meant, but okay. I know, I know. Like, the internet's gonna jump down our throat. No, in zombie land, that's how she it's gets It's still killed. relevant to the podcast. <laughs> Both ways work, okay. Um, Gordon starts crawling out of the room like, I'm gonna get help. You'll be okay. I'll be back. Also, look, I know oh. it's really low budget, but I love their way to, like, they just threw a rag over his real foot. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Like, don't look at it. Don't um, look. It's all about the big picture. <laughs> yeah, this Ed Wood directed this section. But Adam finds the tape player on Zep. And by the way, this moment here gives me one of my favorite fucking scores in all of horror is Hello, Zep. Oh, God, yes. I love this music so much. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. And starts playing. Is like, hello, Zep. And whatever. I don't know what Zep's problem was, but yeah. Zep was being held hostage and being made to do this the whole time, too. Yeah, they should have given Zep something. Like, I could see where it's like, oh, like, he, like, fucks with the patients at the hospital and is, like, mistreats them. That's why you do this. Or, like, he's secretly a pedophile. Like, something. Of all the times I've seen this movie, I'm, I cannot think of what Zep did. He was weird. He didn't do anything. He was a Renfield character. Look at his eyes. He's gone mad. <laughs> but, um, Rats. Rats. But Zepp's dead and Adam <laughs> finds that tape and everything. And John Kramer, look, I know we've seen this movie before, but just try to remember your reaction the first time you saw this. To me, this was one of the biggest twists I'd ever seen in a fucking movie the first time I saw it. I want to give yes. full credit where it's due. When you see the fucking body in the middle of this floor stand up and take, like, the makeup off that makes him look like he was shot. And 
holy shit, Adam's reaction here sells it so well, too, because that's exactly what mine would be the whole time. And he's like, the tape for, I mean, the lock for that key is in that drain. And then goes, it was either just game over and slams the door behind him and leaving Adam in the pitch black is one of the coolest fucking moments I yeah. have ever seen. And you cut to credits over him just like screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah, which is really yeah. cool because it, it, it's not even like hard cut to music. Like the screaming continues and you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, but then it kind of ruins yeah. it for me every other time because I'm sitting there just watching Jigsaw's body waiting for a twitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that that's why I said you have to go back to that first yeah. time you saw but, it. Yeah. Man, I, I remember. I was like, What? No, because I thought the saw on the leg off was going to be the big yeah. crescendo. Yeah. I didn't realize they had something else up their sleeve. I love also because John Kramer's an old man and he's been laying on this floor for like over six hours. Like it's what, eight to nine hours or something. I forget when the clock starts. He like when he first gets up, you just see him like stretching out his neck and he's like stretching for a second. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> just like I've been me on the floor. I'm so stiff. I'm so <laughs> glad that you someone like did something because I was so bored and so stiff. I just needed to get out of here. No, and dude, that, he loves this shit. This is his life's purpose. He wasn't bored for a second. That was uh, Tobin Bell the entire. They didn't have a dummy at any point in the movie. That was oh, really? him the entire filming. He That's laid on that floor. Well done. Yeah. Wow. Do these? What kind of cancer did he have, Brandon? Brain cancer. Okay, I was gonna say, thank God it wasn't lung cancer because you knew that dude would cough at some point. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. Also, Greg was saying about like how much he loves this. I could see where it's like, wait a minute, is that body lifting up off the floor? Because he's like starts getting a boner. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I love this so much. How much he likes it. It's like a you kind of, Actually, you bring it. You kind of see it if you look really closely. Whenever, <laughs> not the not the boner. Shut up. <laughs> if you look, oh, that's what you were going with. I'm like, where? <laughs> when he's taking the the tape recorder, if you watch, his finger kind of stands up a little bit too long, mm. and then it goes slowly uh, down. That's like the first. That's like the only hint they give you. Man, but yeah, that ending I think is one of my favorite like yeah. twist endings. Yeah. That's up there with Sleepaway Camp, like as far as <laughs> twist endings go. All right, and that's Saw. We finally did it. Yeah, I'm excited that we did this one. I'm not excited for any of the other ones. I know when we knew so, at some Oh, dude, we might do Throb. Blah, blah, blah. Give me a second there. We might do Saw 2 for Throbtober, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that we could be We could do good. all 7 or 8 or 9, whatever the fuck there is now. We gotta go in order now. Yeah. This, we can do this it. is a series that you definitely have to go in order. You can't jump on this one or you'll be lost. True. True. Alright, so you guys want to get in the Count of the Dead? I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready for Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> listeners who don't know the throbbing with horror count of the deads where we tally up all the deaths in the movie we add into our grand total of all the movies we've ever done last episode we did the witch which left us with a count of the dead of 1048 where do you think saw brought us <laughs> um mm. but because would we count adam because he's not technically dead at the end of this movie so i guess not i counted adam because we never see him alive yet and we know he dies yeah so i did count Adam. okay gordon doesn't count because we know he's alive well i would count yes. gordon less than adam because you know that jigsaw walks right out that room and kills gordon immediately i'm gonna count jigsaw no, no. as a half dead no gordon's alive. that's part of the story <laughs> Uh, no, we have no half measures on Count of the Dead. 
I don't know. I'm horrible with this. Especially this one. There's a few. Was I'm going to go. This one's so jank, like jumpy and everything. It's yeah. a hard one. There's four. not a lot of death in this movie. I, I want to go two. There is not. I'm going to say four. You're going to go two. I think there's two. There's just, there's just the barb guy and then yeah. the wax guy. And doesn't Zep die? Zep does die. Three. Yeah. Three. I'll still say four. I... It's going to be four. <laughs> <laughs> I always miss a one. You got... Brett, you were closer with four. It's five. You forgot oh. Detective Singh. Oh, oh shit. it's true. Yes. Yeah, which brings us to a count of the dead of 1,053. And nice. Tap. Did we count Tap? Nope. No, we didn't count Tap, because it's confirmed he didn't die there. That's right, yeah. The video game. That's why I made sure that I made, like, yeah. I said, hey, he doesn't die! Yeah. <laughs> Every week, Greg does this count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. And I do my ratings from Dimension Z. Basically, I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And I pick something from the movie to rate the movie. I'm trying to think what this one will, would really be good. Um, 10 feet out of 10. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do traps. Okay. 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 So a number one trap, the worst kind of trap. It's like, it's like a you, Saw 5 trap. Like you wake <laughs> up. And I don't, I don't think I've even seen Saw 5 to know what you, reference you mean. That's okay. You can <laughs> skip that one. Um, a number one kind of trap is like, remember, like, imagine being in this exact same scenario, but the big thing is like, you must put your finger in this mouse trap. <laughs> it's like, I mean, okay, they kind of did that. <laughs> it's it's going to hurt, but it's like one mouse trap and it's like a tiny one. And it's like, think ow, but okay. And he's like, okay, well. I gotta up my game. I guess you're free. <laughs> um, a number 10 tra- kind of trap, at least for me, would be something to do with like bees and heights. Because those are like Ooh. my two biggest fears. You know what would be the worst trap is something with nails. Like fingernails. Tearing your fingernails. Oh, off. yeah. Or a nail gun. All right, Brett. So the floor beneath you will open up and drop you 5,000 feet through this glass floor that you're standing on. Unless you crawl through these angry wasps and get stung or some shit. Yeah, yeah. That's your number 10 trap. Okay. It's like, I just start gnawing my own wrist to kill myself. Like, I hope you brought your EpiPen. He's like, I didn't think he would do this. I'm like, haha, I've tricked you. And then I die. You've been on stings before as a detective. Now you will be the sting. You say that you like Slumber Party Massacre too. Well, (laughs) let's see who buzzes. Um, I'm going to actually give Saul 1 7 traps out of 10. Ooh. And I enjoy it actually quite a bit more than I remember like liking the whole rest of the series. It's much more of a who done it. It almost seems like maybe then the Force Awakens like syndrome of like it was so promising what it could set up and then it just turned into what it turned into. Well, you had me until you mentioned The Force Awakens. Anyway. I don't even uh, get him started. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 9 out of 10, just because it's not my favorite in the series. I do like when they go a little more just campy gore. Um, but I do appreciate the murder mystery kind of thing to it. But again, Jigsaw kind of doesn't follow his own rules. 
but I appreciate the low budget, just indie filmmaking style of it. And yeah. I appreciate all the different ways they got around that. And it, it holds up to this day. Well, we are perfect steps because I went right in the middle of both of you. I went eight traps out of ten. So we have a perfect range nice. here. Okay. And also known as the worst Star Wars movies. Well. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So should we tell them about next week, Brett? I'm going to let you tell them about next week because this this one goes to you, Brett. What is next week? <laughs> no, think, think about the video I put up that hasn't gone up yet. Is it Dracula? Yeah, next. Yes, it is. All right. Yes. Now, next, it, next week it, we are doing Dracula. Now is it Dracula? Is it Dracula two thousand? Is it Dracula two thousand two? The real 1931. Dracula. Oh, beautiful. The beautiful. Bela Lugosi. I cannot wait until like I'm gonna be hard this whole next episode <laughs> just talking about Bela Lugosi the whole time. Do I, have to like, record a, do I have to record a Bela Lugosi? <laughs> oh, if you want to send us a new outro and do a Bella one, I would love oh, that. I cool. can do a Bella Lugosi outro. But I cannot wait oh, to get to yeah. this movie. Uh, is this our first Universal movie, Greg? This is. Our first classic Universal monster movie, which I've been so excited for. We were saying earlier in the episode, like, oh, we need to get to Saw before 100. I was also like, we need to get some classic Universal in there before then, too. So we're just trying to cram as much as we can at the end as possible. (laughs) That's exactly what this month is. I'm like, oh, shit, what do we need to hit before 100? That's what this month is. (laughs) Well, after Dracula, you know you have to go with Tom Cruise as the mummy, so... Oh, God. Well, one day, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so come back next week for Dracula. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. I can't wait for next time and you get your spooky name. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yeah, thanks for coming on because I, especially us doing Saul, is like we need to have Brandon on because this is like your version of Friday the 13th. So thank you for coming on. I am looking forward to doing Saul 2 with you so I can maybe like. Because sometimes I do see it differently for the podcast. So I'm hoping maybe that'll happen. Maybe I can put Dude Bro out of my mind. But we'll have to see whenever we get there. I'm going to be very uh, uh, fanboy with Saw 2 because I am a Darren Lynn Bowsman super fan. Everything he does sucks and I love it. So, <laughs> Brandon, are you coming on for all the Saw movies? Fuck yeah, if you want me. Okay, I will definitely. I'm fine with this. Yes. All right, well, unless anyone else has anything else. Nope. All right, well, we hope that Saul has left your brain throbbing with horror. I hope you all cherish your lives. Ah, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else... Subscribe for more tantalizing terror and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.